0: Welcome back to Well That's Interesting. The Of course there are skeletons under that white guy's house edition. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, of course.
1: Yes. Of course there are. Of course. This is like every movie I've watched in the last three days. This <laughs> last three years. Last three years,
0: to be honest. It's yeah. They're there. Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Today is episode 070. Wow, 070. Oh my god, we did it! The skeletons under Benjamin Franklin's home. So random. <laughs> I know. This is so random. Also, of course, he was up to something. <laughs> oh, it, it's it's crazier than you think. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay,
1: all I know really about Ben Franklin is what I learned in public school, which is like the lightest mm. Ben Franklin ever, which is he invented stuff, and he's on money. (laughs) And that's all I know
0: about him. He invented lightning, right? Yeah,
1: he (laughs) invented lightning, and he's on a bill that I rarely see. So (laughs) that's all I know about him, although I am positive, like, everything in history
0: he was terrible, right? Uh, it, was he terrible? We're going to dabble into okay. his past a little bit just to give us a context as to why there are skeletons under his house. Okay. So. <laughs> Which isn't the worst thing, but uh, yeah, we are going to get into it. Okay. Uh, but before we get into it, uh, I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with, just just rooting to go, Marissa Riley. That's me. <laughs> rooting to go,
1: can't we <laughs> learn more about old Ben Franklin That's right.
0: <laughs> and the dead people under his house. Yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> so um if this is your first time listening, welcome to the flock. Welcome. Dr. Riley here uh, comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's true. I had no idea what we were gonna talk about. Um
1: and now I do. <laughs> And now I'm excited, and... You're just excited. I'm just excited, and and of course, um, trying hard to make this about me, (laughs) it just makes me wonder like how many skeletons are Mm -hmm. under our apartment building that we don't know about. God. Do you think it's (laughs) like... A lot. (laughs) A lot. Do you think it's one? Do you think it's none? And we have like that nerd apartment, that loser apartment where there is no dead bodies under (laughs) it? No dead bodies.
0: So lame. Uh, That's just our luck. (laughs) It's just our luck. (laughs) So before I, well, I'm so excited because before even we begin the story about the skeletons. Oh, this is good. Yeah. uh, Before we begin, uh, we've got snoods. We've got snoods, y'all. We have a snood update. I'm so excited. I could barely talk. And this is all thanks to two members of the flock, Scott with one T and Ellen. Fuck yeah, Scott and Ellen. (laughs) The best. Just incredible. Now, if you out there have no idea what we're talking about and are wondering what the fuck a snood is, (laughs) valid. Uh, Please have a listen. (laughs) Please have a listen to episode 066, Your Thanksgiving Turkey Was Tamed in Mexico 1,500 years ago. Uh, we dropped a few turkey facts, and one of them was about that dangly, fleshy piece on a turkey's head. Uh, it's called a snood. Yes, it's called a snood. It's awesome. It rhymes a nude. <laughs> yes, it does. So we asked people to send us snoods. We wanted snoods, and... Scott and Ellen, they went above and beyond the call, man. They, they delivered, they, you guys. <laughs> we were freaking out. Holy shit. <laughs> and honestly, it wasn't even their choice, really. <laughs> no. So, for you see, Scott and Ellen, uh, they built an incredible, an incredible home, like top to bottom with their own bare hands and probably a few other people were involved. Yeah. But anyway, they built a house on 11 acres of wild Tennessee country. it's It's amazing it's fucking gorgeous as hell and there's no way we can do justice to it by describing the beauty and its ingenuity here so we're gonna send you over to youtube so you could see it for yourself uh that's right scott and ellen we just invited thousands of people over to your home virtually um yes and we're so excited for you guys because
1: this house is so cool they have like a party shower there's a party shower they have a dog those are like the (laughs) highlights of the video for me I'm like oh my god they have a dog and a really cool shower let's go
0: let's do this (laughs) so my friends search modern tech meets rustic cabin Nashville home tour that's modern tech meets rustic cabin Nashville home tour and you'll see a video from golden eagle log and timber homes yeah It's it's
1: amazing. I I can tell they're like cool fellow nerds.
0: Oh my God, yes.
1: Absolutely. And they made the coolest house ever.
0: Yeah. Which I think- They they were all invited to, so. uh, Yeah, yeah. Just a
1: heads up. We're all coming over. There's going to be a party. Can't wait. We're all going to use the party shower. We're all going to use the party shower. (laughs) So,
0: So if you bring up that video, you'll probably notice not only how cute Scott and Ellen are, but all the glass- Glass windows, glass garage. Very chic. Very cool. Yeah. And honestly, not only did we notice, but so did the wild turkeys. Uh, Dr. Marissa, would you do us the honor of reading Scott and Ellen's email so we have context to the photos that we're going to share over our social media stuffs? I would absolutely love to. All right.
1: Quotes. (laughs) My wife and I finished building our home earlier this year in the hills northwest of Nashville, Tennessee. The wildlife is wonderful, especially the deer and turkey. We have a great time observing their habits, competition, and cooperation. So cute. Turkey and deer sometimes work together to stay safe. So interesting. Have you seen a turkey fight It's worth a search. They can get so blindly aggressive that they'll fight their own reflection. We do not know when... uh, We did not... (laughs) I got, got this, you guys. We did not know this when we designed our home with a glass garage and sliding doors. I was home alone one evening shortly after moving in when I heard a loud repeating knocking noise Coming from the garage. Somewhat on edge, I went to the garage and found out where the sound was coming from. The sound was, you guessed it, turkeys fighting their reflection in the glass doors. (laughs) Amazing. Even more interesting, the turkeys saw... The turkeys saw their reflections, but were uh, but were seemingly oblivious to me on the other side of the glass. So cool! I sat in the garage floor and got to watch a wild turkey just inches away, face to face. I have so many snooty pics and quote. There you go.
0: Um, yeah, I'm just.
1: Yeah. By how amazing this is.
0: So, my friends, (laughs) when you head over to our Instagram or Twitter, you're going to see some very intense turkey action associated with this episode. It's worth it. And that's that's the context. That's why. Yeah, in case you were like,
1: uh, Thanksgiving was a month ago, you guys. (laughs) Uh, No, no, no. This is amazing and worth it.
0: So, Scott went on to note he didn't use any enhancement. Uh, What you're looking at is what a fucking wild turkey, snoot and all, looks like. When it's right in your face and extremely pissed off so it's horrifying and we love it thank you for sharing it's so it's just so interesting it's so interesting they're so mad it's so <laughs> funny
1: yeah. Yeah. they're just so mad at themselves and they don't even know it what a
0: metaphor <laughs> yes. for my life and everyone else's yeah. Um, yeah there you go it's amazing so uh what's also so fucking serendipitous, too, is that their email came on a day we're recording an episode that involves Ben Franklin, who famously loved Turkey, right? Really? Yeah. I didn't know, did know that. that. I did I, like know. I said, I really don't know much
1: <laughs> about anything. Okay.
0: Uh, that's why I'm here. So <laughs> so there's, there's like a national rumor or myth or an urban legend that when, you know, these white dudes had to vote on what animal represents the United States. Yeah. Some dudes were like, oh, the bald eagle, it's so majestic. And uh, Ben Franklin was like, the turkey, right? So that's the myth. Oh, I didn't know that. And actually,
1: I'm kind of with Ben Franklin that the turkey really represents us. yeah. You know, fighting your own reflection. They're fighting us. their own reflection, <laughs> bottom
0: heavy, what's not to relate to yeah.
1: <laughs> as an American. Yeah.
0: Just angry shitting. There'll be a video. There's a lot of angry shits in yes, the video. Yes. Also-, <laughs> also.
1: Y'all will love it. So it's anyway. Amazing.
0: Yeah. So the whole thing with Ben Franklin nominating the turkey is a myth. And the truth is, of course, even more fun and bitchy. Um, Dr. Marissa, please tell us what the fuck I'm talking about. I would absolutely love to. All right.
1: According to fi.edu, quote, the story about Ben Franklin wanting the national bird to be a turkey is just a myth. This, (laughs) damn it. This false story began as a result of a letter Franklin wrote uh, to his daughter, criticizing the original eagle design for the great seal, saying that it looked More like a turkey. End quote. So this was born out of shade. Shade. I love that. Even this is even better. Yeah. And shade when you're uh, talking shit with your child,
0: that is a true bond. Yeah. That's amazing. Some 18th century shade. Yeah. glorious. Yeah. So before we get into our story, our story story about the bones being discovered under. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I totally forgot. Uh, before we get into that, um, <clears throat> Dr. Marissa, what do you say you and I take turns with a super, super brief intro of who this Benjamin Franklin guy is for our international audience? And so as not to bore the fuck out of our fellow Americans, we can pepper in some other random quirky shit about the guy on our $100 bill. How's I that
1: I would love to. And I would also love to finally learn about this person because <laughs> I know surprisingly little little about uh yeah. he's a founding father correct
0: yeah one of them one of the, you know, i mean we all are like i just i just think of his clothes That's yeah I, I think of his clothes know. and his <laughs> hair and his, right. his little glasses his little feet <laughs> his little feet his
1: gouty feet <laughs> i don't know if he had gout
0: probably so, who knows so all right let me uh start it off for us uh old benji in some was a statesman, author publisher scientist inventor and diplomat whose love of the written word drove his successful printing shop and helped him acquire and run a massively influential newspaper of the 1730s called the pennsylvania gazette
1: he was one of 17 children and the 10th son of a soap maker
0: (laughs) (laughs) 17 fucking kids Ben Frank is the only, air quotes, founding father to have signed all four key documents establishing the U.S. colonies as an independent country. Uh, The Declaration of Independence, the Treaty of Alliance with France, the Treaty of Paris establishing peace with Great Britain, and the U.S. Constitution. He invented swim fins.
1: (laughs) The flexible catheter, don't ask me how, he observed... (laughs) He observed uh, that prolonged exposure to lead to lead causes sickness. Holy shit! And the common
0: cold was passed from person to person to person through indoor air. Yeah, there you go. Uh, according to history.com, Benny Frank owned and enslaved two human beings. Wow. Who were quote household servants. Um, <clears throat> however, by the age of eighty one, he got on the right side of history and saw that this was fucking wrong. It's
1: never too late. Well, <laughs> I don't know.
0: Never mind. Ignore well, me. In better late than never fashion, he took over as president of the Pennsylvania Society for Promoting the Abolition of Slavery okay. in seventeen eighty seven, and his last public act pu- public act before his death was in fact a petition to Congress. On the behalf of this society, asking for the abolition of slavery and an end to the slave trade. Needless to say, the petition was ignored, and a whole war happened over it. Uh Uh, Spoiler: the South lost, and you can't own people. Uh, This this common sense didn't become official in the United States until 1863. Now, Benny Frank was all about. (laughs) 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 Like
1: how our nicknames for him are getting (laughs) (laughs) looser and looser.
0: (laughs) Benny Frank was all about solving problems peacefully. Uh, he was a diplomat, remember? Mm-hmm. And this is where our story begins. Fun! I know. Let's leave the fledgling United States for a moment. Okay. And, sounds great. <laughs> and head across the pond. We're actually just a few blocks from the Thames in merry old England in the year 1757. All right. Now, Dr. Marissa, according to USHistory.org, why the fuck? Are we in England? I would love to talk about it. All right, quote, politics became
1: more of an active interest for Franklin in the 1750s. In 1757, he went to England to represent Pennsylvania in its fight with the descendants of the Penn family over who should represent the colony. He remained in England until 1775 as a colonial. As a colonial representative, not only of Pennsylvania, but of Georgia, New Jersey, and Massachusetts as well. Look yeah, at all! Yeah. Look at all! Benny Frank. B. Frank. That's right. B. Frank R- repping all the just co- so many colonies. That's right. Col- I was going to say colonies. <laughs>
0: colonies. <laughs> so, ignore me. Fucking English. <laughs> so that's right. For eighteen years. Ben Franklin lived overseas in a four-story Georgian house at number 36 Craven Street in London. Now, being the ambassador to four of the 13 colonies during the rebellious and tumultuous 1770s meant Ben was a busy man. And the final straw between Ben and England came with an incident called the Hutchinson Affair. Now, long story short, bear with me, okay? Okay, I'm here. Thomas Hutchinson was an English-appointed governor for Massachusetts. Okay. No surprise, Hutchinson was a double agent. Of course he was. God damn it, Hutchinson. Hutchinson. (laughs) Hutchinson. Hutch. It it doesn't matter. Forget He said he worked for the people of Massachusetts, but he was actually still working for the king. Oh, shit. Ben got a hold of letters proving this guy was a spy for England. Oh, shit. And after publishing the documents... Let's just say England was pissed and threw him out of the country. Oh, God. Okay, I see. Now, that was in 1775, on the cusp of 1776. Yes, I'm familiar with the year. Okay. So you could say Ben was instrumental in building the case for U.S. independence. Anyway, back to the house. Okay. Now, I don't know how many residents called number 36 Craven Street home since 1775, but... By 1998. Okay. <laughs> I know. It's a big jump. Yes. It sounded like the place was in total disrepair, and it was under the threat of being demolished. I get it. Now, when word got out that this building, once home to an American hero, our Benny Frank, that this was going to vanish, a group of historians got together and called themselves Friends of Benjamin Franklin House to... As the name suggests, save the house. Aww. That's some. That's like a bunch of people's dads.
1: Yeah, I feel like that sounds like a dad thing to dad. do.
0: We're gonna we're gonna flip this house. Yeah, this house. <laughs> we got this. <laughs> and they totally succeeded. In late nineteen ninety-eight, the group began to convert the dilapidated building into a museum to honor Franklin and all of his achievements. And this meant construction had to be done to get this thing back up to code. Got it. Okay. Okay. Now one big step in making sure the building is safe is checking the foundation. Okay. So Uh (laughs) I'm stressed. (laughs) Doctor Doctor Marissa, please tell us what happened so quickly after work began.
1: I would love to talk about it. Okay. According to mentalfloss.com, quote, one month into the renovations, a construction worker named Jim Field was working in the basement when he found something odd. A small pit, a meter wide and a meter deep, was in a windowless basement room. Ooh. Inside, sticking out of the dirt floor, was a human thigh bone, end quote. Oh, my God, I knew yeah. it. It's it's super haunted. <laughs> it's no good. aliens, though. No, no aliens. No, no it's Not aliens. this time.
0: Yeah, it's just... But it's haunted as fuck. It's haunted as fuck. Uh, yeah, this took a turn. And after the break, we're going to find out who and how many people were buried in the basement. Yeah, we are. And also why. Yeah. Uh, so that sounds fun. It absolutely does. <laughs> so please. Stay tuned. Please do. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And the police have been called. Of course they have. And the crime scene tape has been unfurled and investigators have begun to dig. Yeah, they are. Uh, But they didn't have to go very far. Uh, In this three foot by three foot space, they found bone after bone. Okay. Over 1,200 bones, to be exact. That's a lot of bones. But to be fair,
1: a person has a lot of bones. We do.
0: We've got like 230-ish, I think. Okay. So that could be like...
1: I'm not gonna do the math.
0: It could be like <laughs> four
1: you're, people. It could be like seven people. Yeah. I'm not you're, even close. You're a great investigator. <laughs> like, That's not, like a few people.
0: This <laughs> is great. Sorry. It's so good. Oh so, dear. I, yeah. Come back to the, <laughs> the talking. <laughs> So when the coroner took a look at the evidence, though, it was clear these these bones were well over 100 years old, (sighs) most likely over 200 years old. Wow. Which puts them in the time frame when our Ben Franklin rented this house.
1: Oh, my God. He did it. (laughs) 900% (laughs) had to have done it.
0: Case closed. (laughs) And
1: podcast over. I figured it out, y'all.
0: Ben Franklin did it.
1: Ben Franklin, serial killer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) where is that movie
1: god damn it
0: (laughs) god damn it netflix god damn it so sorry about that now now a few more things about the bones uh according to the friends of benjamin franklin house website uh they belonged to 15 people okay i wasn't even close Uh, you're halfway there (laughs) there's anywhere between none and seven people here (laughs) diagnosis that was i think i said three at one point and And, uh according to mental floss six of them were probably children
1: no no that's terrible news why (laughs) am i laughing
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's this whole podcast yeah Uh, yes so what the fuck is going on here well dr simon hilson and his team from london's institute of archaeology at university college london were called in to find out uh dr marissa upon closer inspection What was interesting about these bones? I would love to talk about it. All right. From the Friends
1: website, quote, the human remains show dissection marks from surgical instruments. Oh, shit. (laughs) For example, a femur bone had been cut cleanly, probably demonstrating the process of amputation. The skull pieces have circles drilled out from a trepanning, Device trepanning. Am I saying that
0: right?
1: Yeah, tre, yeah,
0: feeling great.
1: Was primarily used to relieve pressure on the brain. Relatively few surgical operate op- operations had any likelihood of success. However, and invasive. I'm going to start again. Yeah, Relatively few surgical operations had any likelihood of success. However, and invasive and invasive procedures were made more difficult by the possibility of major blood loss and infection, as well as the lack of anesthetic not used until eighteen. 18- 46, and quote, something was going on. (laughs) That's right. I think uh, my diagnosis is something was going
0: on. That's right. A lot of flags. A lot of flags. A lot of red flags. So was Ben operating on people in his spare time? Yes. (laughs) And and did they die on the operating table and he buried them in the basement? Yes. I say yes. Unfortunately, no. (laughs) Oh,
1: goddammit. It It was giving him
0: the edge. He needed an edge. (laughs) He was, he was being pretty good. I know. It, it was looking really bad until they dug a little deeper, like figuratively. Yeah, oh, I know. Okay. So Ben was a lot of things, but he wasn't an unlicensed doctor. Mm. In fact, uh, these surgeries were probably done on folks already dead. Boring. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This is fucking
1: <laughs> fascinating. <laughs>
0: so, my friends, I'd like to introduce William Hewson. Okay. An anatomist who subleased slash Crashed Ben's place in the early 1770s. Oh, that's right. Will was a student at the University of Edinburgh in 1761 and quickly made a name for himself, gaining the attention of Scottish scientists and surgeons called the Hunter Brothers. Okay. And the brothers were like, Will, you're a fucking natural. We're hiring you as an assistant and naming you partner in our anatomy school. Cool. Sounds like they're good at this. (laughs) Right? So, (laughs) as good as 1761 can be. Yeah, that's true. So, it was here where Will got to study what he loved most, blood. And this led to a friendship with Ben. So... Here's here's what I mean.
1: Okay. So, okay, I would <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> Weird, right? Uh, friendship over blood. Yes. That doesn't
1: sound strange at
0: all. Yeah, exactly. From the todayifoundout.com article, "The large number of bone human remains found in Ben Franklin's basement," quote, "In a famed experiment in front of the Royal Society in 1770, Will Hewson Will Houston, sorry, used the flow of mercury through a turtle to show how blood moves through the lymphatic system. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this this earned him high praise, election into the Royal Society and a Copley medal uh for outstanding achievement in the in the physical and bio- biological sciences. It also gained gained him I can't even speak anymore. It also gained him a friend and admirer in Ben Franklin. All because in- he he put mercury mm-hmm uh
1: through a turtle to show how blood moves i okay yeah that, that, was, was, here for
0: it. that was impressive then that was pretty impressive that was, that was like going, that's pretty impressive for now
1: <laughs> i feel like someone would get really mad though yeah uh,
0: yeah. yeah yeah don't do that yeah don't yeah. do it so dr marissa please tell us what happened next and how ties between will and the hunter brothers ended
1: I would love to talk about it. All right, continuing from the article: "Quote on July tenth, seventeen seventy, Houston uh, married uh, Mary Stevenson, a female acquaintance of Franklin and the daughter of Franklin's landlady at thirty six Craven. Later that year, the Hunter brothers proposed to break up their partnership with Houston because Houston." no longer lived in the school. With the partnership now broken, Franklin offered to let Houston come live at 36 Craven and open his own anatomy school there. He accepted and his school officially opened at Ben Franklin's residence in September of 1772. And quote. So Ben Franklin is like awesome. He was like, yeah, you want to just start your own like Mm-hmm. body school here yeah, that's right. and then they did It's right and then but i still feel like if you're gonna like toss old bodies yeah. somewhere you should have like a plaque yeah 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 like well, i guess i guess they probably had papers at the time but like time moved on and
0: you bring up a good point as to why it's so anonymous it's and a little sketch it's a little sketch and yeah I'm glad you brought that up because we're going to get into that, why it's so sketch. Oh. That's right. <laughs> your eyes just lit up. That's oh, right. back to murder. That's right. So, uh, so, a school in the basement sounds very straightforward. la di Here's yeah. the thing, though. For a physician to become a decent physician, they need to practice on human bodies. Yes. Right? Well, the act of anatomy, dissection, was so extremely taboo at the time, and getting your hands on or even seeing a body was highly, highly regulated. For example, if you were a budding doctor at university, you'd have to squeeze your way into a huge autonomical theater and squint down into the pit where an old white doctor was cutting into who knows what that day. Got it. Now, if it was a body on the table, it was probably someone executed by the state for murder. Oh, yeah. That's right, yeah. Part of the sentencing for murder was having your own body thrown to doctors for dissection after death. But clearly, there weren't enough people convicted of murder to meet cadaver needs yeah so if you think oh they must have stolen dead bodies from the cemeteries of marginalized people to make up for the difference you're right that's right you know what i
1: i didn't think it but if you had given me like f- two minutes yeah. i would have thought you know what they probably did yeah <laughs> that <laughs> that's,
0: right. that's that sounds about right That's right. So Dr. Marissa, please tell us what was probably happening in Ben Franklin's home. I would love to. All right. From Matt
1: Soniak at Mental Floss, quote, A steady supply of human bodies was hard to come by legally, so Will Hewson and others in the field had to turn to grave robbing either paying professional resurrection men to to procure cadavers or digging them up themselves to get their hands on specimens. Researchers think that 36 Craven was an irresistible spot for Hewson to establish his own anatomy lab. The tenant was a trusted friend of Ben, the landlady was his mother in law, and he was flanked by convenient sources. For corpses, bodies could be smuggled from graveyards and delivered to the wharf at one end of the street or snatched from the gallows at the other end. When he was done with them, Houston simply buried whatever was left of the bodies in the basement rather than sneak them out for disposal elsewhere and risk getting caught and prosecuted for dissection and grave robbing, end quote. I, you Woo. know, I'm kind of into it.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> they're trying to be better doctors. I
0: know that's true. It's double sided, but you're. So, you can't, I, but it's but it's also can't.
1: fucked up because yeah, like you, you have to give that. consent. Yes, and
0: yeah. and you can't you can't they still like you can't dead kids.
1: <laughs> oh, that's true. That's right. Okay, I'm really on the you know. <laughs> Uh, this was this was bad. This is yeah. There's no win here. <laughs> There's no win. I see
0: why they were doing it, but it's no. It's yeah. It's bad. Yeah, it's really yeah. Bad. It's bad. So, I know what else you're thinking. Did Ben Franklin know? Bobby Frank, did you know? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Did he care? Probably not. No, um, he was busy doing all the other stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, here's how we know he may have known. Uh, during a dissection in 1774, Houston. Contracted sepsis, oh. uh, yeah, which is when bacteria enters the bloodstream and causes blood poisoning. Uh, this could lead to tissue damage, organ failure, and yes, death, which was which was Will's fate. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. Franklin wrote home to his wife Deborah in Pennsylvania about the event. "Quote: Our family here is in great distress. Poor Mrs. Hewson lost her husband, and Mrs. Stevenson her her son-in-law." He died last Sunday morning of a fever which baffled the skill of our best physicians. He was an excellent young man, ingenious, industrious, useful, and beloved by all that knew him. She is left with left with two young children and a third soon expected. Ugh, that sucks. Yeah. He was just established in the profit. He was just established in a profitable growing business, with the best prospects of bringing up his young family advantageously. End quote. Well, so yeah, profitable growing business. Yeah. 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 Which is. There you go. Cutting up
1: bodies that didn't consent
0: to it. Yeah. So with that letter, I'd say he kind of, I'd say he knew, but honestly, like you said, to someone who's an ambassador to colonies on the verge of revolution, he had other shit to deal with. Yeah. And yeah, a year later, Ben was thrown out of England thanks to the Hutchinson affair. So why would he give a fuck after that? Yeah. So there the bones remained only to be discovered 225 years later to make for one hell of a tale. Happy New Year's.
1: (laughs) Happy New Year, everyone. Double check your basements. (laughs) They could be full of bodies. That's right. From an old school. Old anatomy people. (laughs) Old anatomy school. Body school.
0: Body school. Body school. school. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, (laughs) So that's our weird... Random, random tale for you. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Subscribing, telling your friends about all the bodies in Ben Franklin's house. That, yeah, you tell know, them. It's you,
1: gross and even, creepy. It's even amazing. if you want to fuck
0: it up and tell them that he did it, that's fine.
1: <laughs> I think, yeah, let's start a rumor, you guys. That's ben it. Franklin, serial killer. Then let's start the Netflix special because <laughs> I, I've run out of content and I need to watch something.
0: I know. Yeah. We need, yeah. We need more true crime. That's what yes. we need. <laughs>
1: That's more what... dead people. Oh, that sounds weird. Okay. Uh, more content.
0: You know what we mean. Yeah. Uh, and please stay interesting. Please do.